Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Friday, and as you've come to expect, it's a meat Friday. Traegers are all fired up, so are we, because it's taco time. You got steak tacos, you got barbecue pork belly tacos, loaded grilled chicken tacos. Who has it better than we do? Nobody. Nobody. Say good morning to our newest affiliate, 106.1 The Ticket in New Orleans, and uh, Pat Galloway, also Jason Ginty. Thank you for uh, bringing us into one of our favorite cities and the host of this year's Super Bowl. And uh, we're there live, Central Time, 8 a.m., until uh, 11 a.m. New Orleans time. All right, 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address, dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. Poll question from hour one. And what are we going to go with in hour two, Seton? Yeah, Dan, up there for hour one, uh, we had an owner sitting in and take bless you, an owner sitting in and taking part in the NFL Combine <laughs> <laughs> is a red flag or good business. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, 67% of the audience are saying it is a red flag. Yeah. yeah Massive red yeah, flag. Yeah. Massive. All right. Massive red flag. Um, well, I was going to put up there a player refusing medical exams at the Combine is concerning or standard procedure, but I don't really feel like it is concerning. No, Caleb Williams is saying, look, I don't want to do a physical for every team. I totally get that. Yes, it should be just a universal physical that you then give to the team so they can have that same info. Everybody has the same information. Yes, Paulie. But this is year one of players refusing to do stuff. Uh, We had last week, I think, athletes first told all their clients they have a handful of guys going to the draft. They're not taking the S2 cognitive test. They told teams, our athletes aren't doing it. And then we have the number one pick, which is totally his right, saying, I'm not taking the medical. So that's the only thing. This is new. Yeah, but I wouldn't have my clients take the cognitive test because everything gets shared. It gets leaked. And then what do we focus on? Uh, Either the guy who did really, really well or the guy who did poorly. And it felt like there was a kind of a smear campaign against C.J. Stroud last year because it was, oh, can he, at the line of scrimmage, can he make decisions? So is it true? Or did they leak that, that he wasn't good at that? And then we saw the year that he had for the Houston Texans. All right, uh, so poll question for hour two. We, uh, we're we going to go with which one, Seaton? Yeah, we're putting up there with the Bears. Would you rather have Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels, a second rounder this year <laughs> and next year? 
Okay. Uh, Caitlin Clark announced she is going pro. No surprise there. But uh, that draft comes up quickly right after March Madness. I've got the odds. The odds to win the national title. And then we're going to bring in Holly Rowe, who's been covering Caitlin Clark for the mothership. South Carolina overwhelming favorite. And then you have two teams tied, second-best odds to win the title this year, LSU and Iowa. Then it's UConn and Stanford. That's it. I was surprised that Iowa and uh, LSU are uh, tied with the second-best odds there. But right now, South Carolina and Don Staley's done an unbelievable job. I think lost all five starters and don't have name recognition, but that's a deep team that she has there. Holly Rowe will be part of ESPN's college game day coverage, Ohio State and Iowa. Caitlin Clark needing 18 points to surpass Pete Maravich for the most career points in college basketball history. Always great to see the smiling face of Holly Rowe, who joins us now. What's this experience been like for you covering Caitlin Clark? It's actually been very wild because, you know, we've I've been covering women's college basketball for 30 years. I have seen a lot. I have seen the height of UConn's greatness. I've seen Maya Moore, Candace Parker, you know, some of the hype around some of these big athletes. And I just haven't ever seen anything like this. I was in Nebraska the day she had a chance to break the first division one record. I was in Minnesota night before last. And it is absolute chaos, adoration. You know, little girls, um, there's thousands of number 22 jerseys, little girls screaming, Caitlin, Caitlin. I mean, it's just really, it's precious. It's amazing. And I think of the legacy that she's leaving. All these little girls, they'll remember this for the rest of their lives. They'll love basketball for the rest of their lives. And I've run into people, like one dad who brought his daughter from Canada, who flew in from Alberta to watch Caitlin Clark play. Another mother of three that drove a thousand miles from Arkansas to Nebraska to see Caitlin Clark play and Iowa. So it's been really wild. Feels like it's boy band type stuff, like One Direction or, you know, throw out in sync. And Taylor Swift, come on. It's Taylor Swift at its finest. Okay. And, and boy bands. Well, I Taylor just, Swift's the hottest person in sport or in, in uh, you know, fandom. Well, I, I guess just the, the frenzy surrounding yeah. something like that. But you're right. If you want to put, you know, she's the Taylor Swift of sports here with, uh, you know, what's happened. How has she changed in the last couple of years with all of this? Or how has she changed? No, I would say there's a couple of ways she's changed. Number one, um, she's had to get an agency. You know, she was doing this and her family were kind of doing this on their own until midway through this season. And the crush just got too big and the sponsorship opportunities just got too big. She's now signed with some of the biggest brands we have in America, you know, in Nike, uh, Gatorade, and Nike um, State Farm. And so she's getting help from an agency, and it's really interesting how they navigate. Like, I can put in requests with their sports information people, but then they have to go through the agency to get to her. It's a lot. But her as a person, the only thing she's changed is she's gotten better on the basketball court. She's handling this so well i've asked her you know do you feel pressure is this overwhelming because i feel overwhelmed at these games with all this crush of people and she said no i'm just enjoying every second and and she is comfortable on the court she is embracing all of this um madness and and, and loving it and it's not a collective like nil she actually has true sponsors not somebody taking up money to give to her therefore that should translate to the wnba i saw where 
the sports business reporter Darren Ravel said she's going to take a $750,000 pay cut. And I'm thinking, I don't think they just invested in Caitlin Clark at Iowa. They're investing in Caitlin Clark. Yes, I think that would probably be wildly inaccurate because she'll only get more marketing money in the WNBA. You know, there is a lot in collectives. There is a lot in NIL and college right now. But there's a lot of money in the WNBA. I mean, stars are making, you know, millions of dollars. Maybe the salaries are not where they need to be. But I promise you, Asia Wilson, Brianna Stewart, the top players in the WNBA are making in the millions um, with all of their endorsement deals. And Caitlin Clark is the hottest thing going to a Midwest team, likely in the Indiana Fever. It's a five-hour drive from Iowa. You, you don't mean to tell me all these Iowa fans aren't going to drive? They're, they're doing that every weekend anyway to come and see Caitlin Clark play. So I think it's only going to get bigger and better for her. And, you know, the WNBA has marketing money. There is money there. I, do, I think that's a little bit of a misnomer. Maybe it's not as much as the men. There's plenty of money there to go around. We were wondering about this, the impact Steph Curry has had on Caitlin Clark. And if we go back 10 or 11 years ago, I think that's where Steph hit a shot. Mike Breen had the call and it, or 2015, and it was like so deep, the shot, and it, it looked like it was a bad shot. And I just wonder if she's watching that or what that meant to her when she sees somebody that she wants to emulate. And some of those shots she takes, even, you know, the uh, her record setter, like those aren't good shots for anybody but her. And it's the same thing with Steph. Has she talked about Steph Curry's impact on her? She has. She's talked about Steph. She's talked about Maya Moore was her favorite player growing up who played for the Minnesota Lynx. She went to a lot of Lynx games, and she wanted to be like Maya Moore when she grew up. And the the kind of the cool story right now, too, is um, Pistol Pete. You know, she's 18 points away from breaking Pistol Pete Maravich's record. When she was little, they called her Ponytail Pete and because she was doing this at a very young age as a little, little kid. She played against boys for much of her life growing up, and she figured out that's how I can get my shot off is from deep. <laughs> and um, and then people suggested to her that she watch Pistol Pete YouTube videos. So she did that as a kid, and then she has grown up in the Steph era. I know he has been a huge um, influence and mentor of hers. I was able to catch up with Steph at an NBA game last week, and he sent me this really sweet shout-out for Caitlin. And what he told me was, he loves her game. He loves how fearless she plays. He loves her range, obviously. But he loves the poise with which she's carrying the kind of the weight of women's basketball on her shoulders so gracefully. And he said, I know what it's like to chase records and have these eyes and this pressure. And he said, I'm impressed the most with how she is carrying herself. I thought that was really sweet from Steph. We're talking to Holly Rowe. She's been on the road with Caitlin Clark. Uh, college game day is going to be at Iowa. It's Ohio State against Iowa coming up on Sunday. And Caitlin needing 18 points to surpass Pete Maravich. She was on with us, I think it was a year ago, and I did ask her about maybe staying an extra year. How much thought did she give to that COVID year? I think she did think about it quite a bit, and she just barely made her decision yesterday. And, you know, I've talked to her at points along the year about it, and she said, I really don't know. I, I really am not sure. I think there's this real um, desire to stay and keep giving these fans in Iowa what they want. I mean, these little girls, Dan, I just hope you can watch um, Sunday and see this. It is so precious. The, the love and adoration, it's just incredible. 
But I do think one reality is all of her seniors that she came in with are leaving, you know, and you know what it's like. Um, you, you don't want to be the old guy at the frat party, right? Yeah. And, or maybe you do. I don't know. But she, um, she's just like, all my friends are leaving. I've been here. I've done what I can. She's broken all the records. Um, you know, she's got one more to go in Pete Maravich. But I think that she understands. She wants to be good in the WNBA. And, and now is the time. She's young. You know, you don't want too many miles on the tires, as they say. And she plays hard. I think she's ready. And... I guess we're going to have some kind of three-point shooting contest next year where Sabrina's in it, Steph's in it, Caitlin's in it, and then who would be the other person you would put in? Dame. Okay. Dame Lillard. So you would put Caitlin and Dame versus Sabrina and Steph? I like it. Great TV. The the ratings went up for the All-Star experience when Sabrina and Steph did that competition. I find that really interesting that a WNBA star is helping increase the ratings for the NBA All-Star. That is a really interesting topic. But, you know, it's kind of must-see television, and I love it. It's kind of the battle of the sexes, the battle of the shooters, and I think Caitlin Clark would bring even more eyes to that. Sabrina's a huge star in her own right, but Caitlin Clark's hot right now, and I think that would be much-watched TV. Great to see you. Thank you again. Thanks for having me. I love talking to you, and I just want to say you've been the best for a long, long time, and I appreciate you and admire you greatly. Thank you, Holly. I appreciate that. That's uh, Holly Rowe from the Mothership. She'll be there with the uh, game day crew. It'll be Ohio State at Iowa rematch. That was a great game last time around in Columbus when uh, Ohio State won that one, I believe, in overtime. So uh, Caitlin needs 18 points to surpass Pete Maravich on the all-time scoring list. Rick in Indiana joins us. Good morning, Rick. What's on your mind? All right, Dan, uh, first-time caller, long-time listener uh, from Boilermaker country here. All right. Uh, so, uh, you know, it seems like everybody's forgetting the three M's of uh, college basketball, Maravich, Mount, and Murphy. No, uh, I mentioned them yesterday. Okay, well, you know, there was no three-point shot back then. They only played three years. So I don't know if she had caught up with them, you know, in that length of time. You know, she's a good player. Um, you can't take nothing away from her, but it uh, seems like everybody's forgot about these three guys. Well, I, I know, but we're trying to compare eras. And just appreciate what Caitlin Clark's doing. It, it, and really, when you look at what she's doing, it makes what Pete Maravich did stand out even more. Because now, by comparison, no three-point shot. Pete played three years. She's played four. Uh, but, I mean, Caitlin Clark is a great player, wonderful player, transformative player. She will have an impact on the women's game the way Steph Curry did of players trying to emulate her. How many players can you say that about, men or women, where you've changed the game? And she has. She's changed the approach to these games for women. Pete did that too. Steph did that. I mean, there's a handful of players who changed the game. And Caitlin Clark is in that conversation. Absolutely. Uh, Alexandro in Oregon joining us. Hey, buenos dias, mis amigos. Buenos dias. Uh, so, Dan, I got a set of the day and then a shout-out to you guys. Okay. So, which, which one would you like first? Uh, it's uh, your, your choice. All right. So, here's my shout-out. About a month ago, I was traveling. I was away from home for like a week, and you guys got me through. I listened to you every morning. I was in Utah. Every morning, you guys got me through to remind me of home. 
So thank you very much to the entire group. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, stat of the day. Ooh. So on this day, May March 1st, 1997, my wife said, I do. That's your stat. Of the, that's your stat of the day. That's my stat of the day. <laughs> okay. Uh, give him a little music there, Marvin. Stat of the day. Brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Joshua in L.A. Hey, Josh, what's on your mind today? Hey, Josh. Josh? Hello? What's what's going on? Hey, oh, my God. DP, I'm like now, uh, so I'm about to go into surgery. I always think people call you after surgery, but I'm actually about to go into it. I'm Wait, getting are a you, pineal hurt. Are, are you doing the surgery or are you getting surgery done? No, no, I, I'm getting it done. I'm getting inguinal hernia. Anesthesiologist, do you know Dan Patrick? I'm on the phone with Dan Patrick. Yeah, um, I'm about to go in to get hernia surgery. Did any of you guys get that? I'm, like, curious about recovery time. Uh, I've had hernia surgery. Fritzy's had it a couple of times there. Um, Fritzy, any suggestions for Josh, who's going into surgery momentarily? Just got to tough it out. Is the healing process involved? But after uh, each day, you'll feel a little stronger. That doesn't. That doesn't help him. Yes, Paul. Can we listen to the surgery? I've never heard of surgery before. Um, no? Nah, I don't think so. Uh, but I will say that uh, the anesthesia that you get, that's a great sleep that's coming up here, Josh. I will say that. All right. I can use a good sleep. Yes, it's, it's, it's a great one. Uh, you know, like colonoscopy type sleep. When you wake up from that, and you're like, whoa, what just happened? It's like, you know, it's back to the future, you know. So um, good luck. We're all, what, now you have more advice? I wouldn't time? do any sit-ups anytime soon. I don't do okay. them ever, but whether you have a hernia or not. But you should probably wait a few weeks before doing any type of ab work. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Josh, good luck. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll hopefully hear from you on the other side. Okay, all right. Love you guys. You guys do Okay, that's Josh going hopefully. into surgery. <laughs> Well, you don't know. You don't. Yeah. You do not know. Yes. Yes, Paulie. That's our first ever call from a pre-op ward, I think. You know, this guy's about to get... An the anesthesia guy is the last person you talk to. Pretty much where you're looking up, those bright lights are on you, and then they get ready to put the mask on you, and then they go, just, uh, just count down from 10. <laughs> you never get to one. You're like, 10, 9, see ya. Yes, yes, Tom. And they make you sign those pink and yellow forms, basically, like, oops, if something happens, you know, you're, you're not going to sue us or your family's not going to come get money from us. Right. Things happen All in right. surgery. Thank you, Todd. Uh, Paulie? They, they do. You know, it'd be a great thing. I, but people say when they come out of anesthesia, you don't know what you say, but people always tell you what you say. It'd be, it'd be, I'd love to hear doctors and family mm. members talk about it. Because I've heard some wild stuff. I don't know if I've ever talked in my sleep. Like, anesthesia well like they say when you're coming out of anesthesia you're talking about like i need more you know, peanut butter you know like you're just rambling mm -hmm. until you get coherent yeah i haven't heard that no one said man do you know what you said uh no well 
I don't know who Sarah is, but uh, it's none of my business. Huh? <laughs> yes, Todd. My surgeon said, I was saying, don't start yet. Don't start yet. I'm not asleep. I'm not asleep. I was concerned they were going to start <laughs> digging into me while I was going to feel the pain and be awake for that. So I kept saying it all, and then I, eventually I guess I went out cold. But I was begging, I'm still up. I'm still up if you're starting. <laughs> you're so neurotic. It's terrible. You're so neurotic. That's all I could think of. What if they start and they think I'm out, but I'm not? They must have a series of tests to make sure you're officially out, I guess. <laughs> I think the test is when they stick the knife in you. And you're going to go, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Give us some more stuff. Killing me. Yeah. Felt that. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, I think he needs a little more anesthesia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me take a break. We'll talk to our good buddy, Joey Votto. He wants a team to love him. He needs, he needs a team to love him. Nobody's loving him right now. He wants to play one more year. One of our favorite guests. He'll join us next. Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments, where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. 
Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. What do you got going on here, Marvin? The king of wishful thinking. Wow, this is snarky. That's Joey Votto's new nickname? <laughs> Wow. Why why are we getting mean-spirited here? Joey Votto, friend of the show. No, no, no. We like Joey. He's the most funniest. Down on his luck. Nobody wants him. No teams want him. I mean, no, we're here to pick up his spirits a little bit. Today's Mercedes-Benz interview of the day brought to you by Mercedes-Benz EV. Makes Mercedes-Benz different is, well, it's electric, and uh, it'll get you there. It's what moves you. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ. He's Joey Votto, free agent, six-time All-Star, won an MVP, 17 years in Major League Baseball, all with the Reds, and here he sits all alone with us. Good morning, Joey. Ah, good morning. So glad to be here. Thanks for having me, Dan. Yeah. How's morale? Well, <clears throat> slow. It's as low as it gets. Okay. And uh, at this rate, I don't see it getting any better, but... Uh, I'm on the show, and I'm here to hawk my wares. Uh, I'm hopeful that a Dan Patrick push will get me a job. So here I am. Oh, so you might be an analyst. Your days playing are over? Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm here to – let's get me a baseball job. Oh. Let's play some baseball. Okay. No, no, not an analyst job, no. Okay. So Funny, I'm funny, funny, funny enough. I've had 10 times the analyst jobs over this offseason than I have had any baseball offers. What's the best offer you've received so far from a team? No, oh, just chatter, just ch just just talk. Uh, no, no, no firm offer yet. No. Do you think the beard is helping or hurting you with uh, teams that might be interested in you? It's um I, I don't know if it's if I don't know if it's making a difference. I can tell you it's a reflection of my emotional state. You know, the <laughs> I feel you know, last night I was sitting on the couch eating boxes of cookies, watching old Dan Patrick. Uh you know, by the way, Larry Bird's my favorite interview so far. Okay. And I've got cookie crumbs on my stomach, cookie crumbs in my beard, you know, I, I, I and I was thinking, wow, things are going pretty good for me right now so yeah yeah but i still look back when travis kelsey was first taking his shot and uh with taylor swift and then you were yep. kind of in the on deck circle at least you know you wanted to maybe take your shot and now look at yep. those two what could have been you could be traveling the world with taylor swift right now and teams <laughs> would be offering you a job yeah, it would be it would be a, a, a different uh, a different uh, version of the simulation, as they say. The new saying from the kids, and you know. Hmm. Um, but no, I, I 
it's just not to be, Dan. It's just not to be. So, I see that you have a guitar behind you. Yeah, yeah. My uh, that's actually so. I had everything from my Cincinnati house shipped up. Uh, I'm I'm in Toronto, Canada. I had everything, all my you know little trinkets, and then you know uh, clothing, etc. And and I had this guitar down in down in Cincinnati at the house. It was my late father's guitar. He used to play. And when I was a boy, we went to a guitar store. And I remember vividly, uh, he didn't have any cash in his wallet. And I just happened to have a little bit of cash on me. And I paid for the guitar, very, very inexpensive guitar. But that was something we shared together at that store. And he played it all the time. And then now I, I get to have it. So yeah, it just brings back great memories of, of my father playing uh, Hotel California and, and, and singing it and, and wanting the family to sing it and then wanting to go on tour as a family <laughs> <laughs> and only playing covers of Hotel California together as a group. Okay. So uh, <laughs> it, it would have been either a really, really long show, you know, or a short show. So, um, yeah, it just brings, brings back great memories. Can, could you give me 300 at bats this season? I'd love to give you, you know, I'd love to give you 700 plate appearances. I, I'm, I'm, I'll take one or 700 plate appearances. My, my attitude is prepare for the season, be available for anything that comes my way, and then just work. You know, I, I, I'll give a, I'll, I'll, I'll be sincere for a moment, uh, realizing, you know, that that jobs aren't um, aren't flowing. You just miss, you miss the game. You, you love. The love I feel is 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 coming to the forefront for the game, and I still feel a longing to compete. And I I think I'm still good, you know. I I really do. Um, but um, yeah, it's just a beautiful game. I miss the spring and the summer weather. I miss the stadiums. I miss the time in the batter's box. You brought up 300 at bats. You know, every single one of those those at bats is is memorable and special. And and when you don't have them in front of you you realize how much you miss them. How scary is retirement? Yeah. Um, I think, I, I think the reason why it's concerning to me is because look, look, I, I, I can't, I, I refuse to make any excuse about, about my shoulder, uh, my recover, my shoulder injury and its recovery. I refuse to, but I do know it was a factor. And the idea of being this, you know, uh, spirit wandering, you know, the, the middle, uh, middle earth without that sort of finality to my career is intimidating to me. I feel like one of, you know, I feel like I'm in a bit of, a, there's a possibility that if I don't play again, I'll be in a bit of a purgatory of not having the opportunity to prove to myself it's over or no, 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 you can still do it and at full strength. And so, that's the thing that stands most out to me, uh, stands out the most to me. You know, I get excited about the idea of, of um, retirement. You know, traveling, doing some traveling, hopefully starting a family one day, having having a consistent routine. But I'm just not there yet mentally, and I've prepared as much as I possibly could have. Yeah, it's it's sometimes retirement chooses you. You don't choose retirement. And right yeah. now, right now, you have teams by their inactivity are really giving you the message that maybe you don't want to, you know, consume, but it might be the reality that you won't have an opportunity to play again. Yeah. To be fair, 
though the the free agent market has has uh, ground to a halt. Um, you know, last year Cy Young winner still doesn't have a job. Uh, you know, there's plenty of like likely nine figure pit, uh, players, certainly eight figure contract players uh, that don't have jobs yet. I. Yeah, I, I don't know what to say other than, than you may be absolutely correct. Um, but I, that's not a language I speak to myself. You know, when, when, when I was coming up through the minor leagues, excuse me, when I was coming up in high school, I remember uh, being aside outside of a batting cage. And I'm 16, 17 years old, and a boy says to me, you know, what are you going to do after, after high school? And I said, without hesitation, I'm going to... I'm going to play professional baseball. And he laughed in my face. And he was like, what are you talking about, dude? Give me a break. And that hurt. And then I remember being in the minor leagues and someone asked me, you know, uh, what do you, you what, how, much, how long do you want to play in the major leagues for? And I said, what do you mean? I'm going to win like multiple most valuable players. <laughs> um, you know, I, I just, I just don't operate in, in a way that I'm, you know, I don't think like, um, I'm ready. I don't feel like I have that quit language and I want someone to, you know, just finish me as far as like, um, just, 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 um, I'm trying to think of a, uh, an appropriate, you know, for this G, this G show, but, you know, just stomp on my skull and, and, and finish me. And I'm going to keep fighting all the way to the end sort of thing. So what if the angels, uh, proverbially, you know, rhetorically, rhetorically, what course. if the angels reached out and said, we'll give you the league minimum? I'd have to ask my agent if that's a fair market deal. You know, I, I, I don't know enough. I don't know what the market looks like. Well, how important is money as opposed to still being able to put on a uniform? It's that sweet spot of of how important is money? Um, money? Money does a couple things for you. And I'm not saying like in your bank account. I'm saying it buys you additional at-bats because they've invested in you. It buys you leverage. Um you know, I suppose just playing well solves that, but at, at no point in time um, are, do you ever have a, are you ever in a position of power? So as far as like money being a factor, I'm going to let my agent dictate. To be honest with you, I can only speak so much about that. I've had two contracts from the team that drafted me that basically were in the flow of my prime where, you know, I really, I, I negotiated relatively hard but I was never in a position of weakness. And so I don't know, I, I guess I'm speaking out of turn in terms of what, what the money, what the dollars mean. Mm -hmm. So uh, forgive me if I'm, if I'm sounding like I don't know what I'm talking about. I can hear it in your voice. You're normally upbeat. We have fun. Um, it's not- You asked me retirement questions. You asked me- Yeah, but that's the reality know? of this. Yeah. Like the yeah. elephant is in the room and I have to address that, that there's a real sure. possibility you don't play again. Yeah, there is a real possibility. So these aren't fun questions, but it is my job to ask the real questions. Um, so that, yeah. that that's why I ask. Would you would you be a part of a managerial staff? I have no interest in that. I spent the last, you know, from November one. I, you know, we we met 
after when I was in Iceland and I went on to England and, and Spain, I had a lovely month trip. But from November 1 until this very day, I mean, after the second I get done with this, I've got my my uh, training prep and then my physical therapy again with the intent on getting to a perfect place physically. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not training to be a manager or training to be a front office member or an announcer, you know, the, it's such the, the degree of difficulty just gets significantly higher as you get older. And as, as the league gets to know your tendencies and as you get injured and, you know, all these things culminate, uh, to a razor, razor thin, sort of margin for error. And um, I'm just in a place where I want to prep, give myself the best opportunity. And then, you know, there was, I was over at my buddy's house, uh, maybe over, you know, with his wife and kids. And he had a sign laying on the ground. He's probably listening right now. He had a sign laying on the ground that said, love like you're going to, love like you, you're never going to get your heart broke sort of thing. And that's the way I feel about this scenario. I. I'm going to go all the way in and if it gets taken from me, you know, I've had a freaking great run, Dan, a great run. And I've checked every box, achieved every goal, but I, I feel like my attitude towards this is as healthy as it gets because I've got a new challenge. So I'm, 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 I'm not doing it for the money. I'm not doing it for the fame. I'm not doing it for the accolades or the stat padding. I'm doing it for the genuine love of competition. And if it doesn't come my way, I'll accept that and move on. And, uh, you know, come on with you as an analyst in some capacity to catch up on tight, uh, you know, see through pants, what have you. But, you know, as it, as it stands right That's now. That's what I'm, you're I'm, missing out on. You want to wear the see through pants. I know what's going on. I'll get you a pair. You can wear it around the house if you want to. Uh, what, yeah, listen. <laughs> what happened to you in your last at bat? Yeah, um, you know, I was just, uh, I think, just frustrated with the day. Um, but what what was the end result of the last? What could be your last? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, um, I was ejected from the game. We were in St. Louis on a day game, right? You're laughing. <laughs> I was I was in St. Louis on a it, it was a it was a day game. And by the way, St. Louis fans gave me a you know, a lovely um, applause when I walked up to bat. I mean, what, what generosity. But I remember vividly being in a foul, foul mood when I walked up, uh, ready to compete. And, you know, I struck out, went back to the dugout, and I went underneath and I slammed the bat. I was actually quite disappointed that I was so upset that I slammed the bat after the strikeout. And went un, went uh, to the dugout, snagged an iPad, looked at that bat, saw that it was uh, not a strike uh, during the middle of the bat, which is typically when you don't get upset. And I start hollering at the umpire. And he's a great umpire with a steady demeanor, but you can't holler from the bench bullying or just, you know, disrupting the game. And he threw me out. And I walked up. I ran up to him. And I wasn't even angry. I ran up to him and I go... Uh, that ball's in, you know, that ball's inside. This could be my last game. I said those words. This could be the last game. And he said, why'd you, then why'd you get thrown out, Joey? Why did you yell at me? You knew that this was going to prompt an ejection. And I said, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> Have a good game. Take care.
-hmm. And I, 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 you know, you see on the video, I touch him on his, on his side or on his arm. And I said, you're absolutely right. All right. Take care. You know, that was it. All right. Stay in touch. Good luck. If I can yeah. uh, help you in any way, let me know. Okay. Appreciate it, Dan. All right, bud. It's Joey Votto. Anybody want classy guy, good locker room guy, and not afraid to get thrown out of a game as well. He's ready. So uh, got an MVP, uh, 294 career average, 356 home runs, 2,100 hits. The MVP as well. Six all-star appearances. Yeah, Paul. Worked in a nice little compliment to the Cardinals fans at the end. Yeah, he did. Smart move. Yeah. They would love him. Uh. He's one of those guys, if he's on your roster, he's going to help your roster. He will. All right, we'll take a break. Uh, we'll get the phone calls coming up after this. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. 
Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18-PLUS in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. We've enjoyed our relationship with Joey Votto, but here he is at the crossroads. That was a real conversation. That's where he's sort of figuring this out, that maybe it's over. Maybe his last at bat was in St. Louis. He struck out and got thrown out of the game, and he's never going to play baseball again. Athletes get that reality, and usually you're younger than 40, and then you kind of figure out, what am I doing the rest of my life? And that's what's scary. I never want to stop working because I don't know what I'll do the rest of my life. But then I got four more years of doing this, and that's scary. Joey Votto's 40, trying to figure out, now what do I do with the rest of my life? Do you want to be an analyst? Do you want to travel the world? I, you know, when people say, hey, you know, I don't want to travel the world. And then you do it, and then you go, now what do I do? It's, it's like when guys go, yeah, man, it's nice being retired. Get to play golf every day. And then you see them, and you go, hey, how's retirement? Yeah, oh, all I get to do is play golf each day. And I go, that doesn't sound like a lot of fun. In, in theory, it's like, yeah, playing golf every day until you play golf a few days, and you're like, all right, now I'm time to get back. Let's, let's start to do something. Yeah, Seton. Yeah, I don't know how many people that's really resonating for. That? Well, I've traveled the whole world, and now I'm back. Now what do I do with my life? <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow, well, that, that must be really awful. Yeah. Would you rather be forced to sit with your millions for too early or have to work until you're dead? Yeah, you know, but I, it's, you know, you got to have something there. That's what, he's, that's what he's saying. You do. I don't yeah. have anything. Right. I mean, he could have everything. He can literally get almost anything he wants, but yes. he doesn't have anything. But he so can't get this. He can start a business. Yes. Start but, a res- but he, restaurant. But he start. can't get this. Right. It's the one thing he can't have anymore. Yes. Anymore. He had it. Now he can't have it anymore, yes. which is better than 99.9% of the people in the world. Well, he's not asking for sympathy. I'm giving him sympathy. Yeah. He just say, I just said that that's a real conversation where he's giving you real thoughts on this could be it. And that's something you've done for 17 years in the major leagues. And then go back what you did in minor league, that what you did in high school, what you did when you were little. So this is probably a 33-year career of playing baseball. Let's say seven years of age and you're 40. Now all of a sudden you're, it's like it's over. And it's that, that you know, it's a guillotine. It's like, no. And here it is, spring training. That's the key. Your body gets acclimated, no matter, you know, depending on what sport you play, but you get acclimated to, man, it's March 1st. Man, it's time to be, I should be, you know, in the cage. Or if it's a football player, it's, you know, in August, late August, and you're like, I should be working out. And I understand that. I get that. And he's probably not going to get picked up by anybody. Yes, Eden. Right. Yeah. What happens when you've lived the dream and now you just have to live a normal life? Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard for guys because what, you know, you'll see them and they'll go, God, what happened to him? Do you see him? He's, uh, you know, an assistant uh, coach here for the high school team. 
Yes, Todd. Yeah, to Seaton's point, he did play 17 years in the league. People get hurt or they're not good enough to play more than a year or two, MVP level. I understand you're used to playing at a high level, and that's what you do with your whole life. But I think, not to get to, into a therapy session, but you start thinking about your own mortality, Certain, certainly sports mortality, like when you don't know what's going on, you think your life is over in some way, shape, or form. But he wasn't asking for sympathy. I gave it because I understand what he's saying. I had a crossroads in my career at 50 where I wasn't getting any better, but I still had the shelf life to be able to do this. He doesn't have that. And then I decided I was leaving ESPN. He doesn't, he's not deciding anything. He's waiting for somebody to decide on him. And I think that's what's scary. Yes, Mark. Ross Tucker talked about this before when your career is over and his career was over way earlier than Joey Votto's was. It was like, well, who am I now? Yeah. And I know it's a complete first world issue. But it was like when you go back to your hometown, hey, I thought you were doing X, Y, and Z. But Joey plays 17 years, and he's, he's 40. Yeah. And he's still like, okay, like I, I'm training to still play. And is, it, like, is there a level of like delusion? Well, I think what kept you in the majors, got you to the majors, made you successful, is sometimes what works against you. Like you have to sometimes have that cold dose of reality splashed in your face where it's like, God, this is it. But you never want to give up. You got to come back. You know your competitive spirit, and that's really hard to extinguish. Final hour on the way. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.